Hey, Kyle. Hey, Lincoln. What did we just watch? Uh, a few things. Couple. Couple, and then we'll do some catch up from when you were dead. Mm-hmm. I guess we start with NXT TakeOver Chicago. Yes. Chi Town. Windy City. Home of somebody. UFC fighter. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. He was famous in wrestling at some point, though. AJ Lee. That's who it was. AJ Lee. I thought TakeOver Chicago was good. Yeah. Um, Four out of five matches I thought were fantastic. As always. But, I mean, with TakeOver, it's it's hard to... They're always good. <laughs> yeah. They're they're always, overall, a very good show. They're exciting and fun and intense. And Well, this is the first time that we've had a match where... You know, just just uh, just really, really didn't like it. Really and like I know it. we joke sometimes that we are in, in the minority. We seriously couldn't find someone else online that agreed with us on this match. We'll get to it. I want to talk about the first match, which was Eric Young and Roderick Strong. Eric Young had his yams full. Did not have his yams full. He had his hands full. They said. They said hands. Here's the thing. There were two instances. No, where three you instances. Heard food. Where I heard, no, well, and I swear that they said. Eric Young has his yams full. Why would they say that? They obviously said Eric Young has his hands full. Explain when you heard the word lettuce out of nowhere. Like, I couldn't even figure out what in there sounded like. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. I think you need to stop blaming the WWE and NXT for what you hear and go get your fucking hearing checked. I think there's something wrong with you. I think your concussion (laughs) and your fucking ear infections... You had double goddamn ear infection, right? This is true. This is Your very shit true. is not 100%. You will never be 100%. You are fucking frail. I think you need to look inside for you hearing yams and not telling the difference between the alphabet and actual words. I'm just saying maybe the Tom Spears how, says that he really likes yams. How the letter Y sounds like the word punk. I will no. never know. Okay. So here's the thing. I, I don't was care on, Reddit. on Reddit. I was on Reddit. Who cares? I was on fucking Reddit. I was on the post thing thread and somebody said that it sounded like when people are chanting diy they're chanting cm punk i 100 agree so you just found someone else in the world that has shitty hearing like you yes and we bonded diy does not sound like cm i punk. know it doesn't that's why it was so weird are you just going off the cadence yes well then it was cena a, sucks should sound I like know, diy it just i don't know what it was maybe it was a mixture of some cm punk as well i'm not the only one I'm not the only one. So you're equally dumb with some other people. Just accept it. So Roderick Strong looks like a stereotypical gay porn star. He looks like a creator wrestler. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's great, but this is kind of a trend with like a lot of the UK people. Is he from the UK? I thought so. I don't know. Is he not from the UK? I don't know. That's what I don't know means. Well, okay. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. However, he looks really boring. (laughs) I mean, if you think of a lot of independent wrestlers... Kevin Owens looks pretty boring. Dean Ambrose looks pretty boring. They don't need to be flashy. They just go in and do the business. Backbreaker ending was pretty sick. Oh, the suplex backbreaker? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, overall, it was a fine match. Good it was start. a good, good starter match, yeah. yeah. I wrote down a line by uh, Tom Phillips. He said, Eric Young just hit his signature move on the outside. Apparently, Tom's been playing some 2K. <laughs> I've never heard him call them, like actually call them signature moves. It just made me laugh. He's building meter. Yeah, it's like, he's go. Oh, he's got his comeback move going. So number two is the match that I think most people are going to talk about. Holy fuck. Because it's easily the best WWE match of the year. Yeah. I mean, easy. Hands down for me. I mean, I didn't watch their one at the special. They may have topped themselves. I'm not sure. So I have a note written down, Kyle. It's Tyler Bate and Peter Dunn, by, or Pete Dunn, by the way. Tyler Bate's UK champ. Yes. I have a note that I... We were, we were talking about many things during this takeover. Many of which I wrote down. Okay. And many of which I've forgotten. 
It was At yesterday. what point were we talking about a lube on a pole? Oh, we were talking about the um, match they have slated for Extreme Rules. Of oh, that's right. Bailey and Alexa with a Kindle stick on a pole. And I said how dumb it was. And you're like, no, it'd be really dumb if they ever got as far as lube on a pole. And that's when I reminded you that they once had Viagra on a pole. I think lube would have been better. Pole, the Vince Russo pole matches have no place in 2017. Especially with Bailey and Alexa. Bringing them back. Of all the people that you want to have fight over a weapon to use, Bailey and Alexa. That's going to have to be like a DIY size pole for Alexa to be able to reach it. <laughs> She's fucking tiny as shit. It's so silly. And they take me out of the matches. I don't like them. That's extreme rules. Where that yeah. hasn't even happened yet. So Tyler Bate looks like Becker guy. He does look like the amazing. Becker guy. And this match was amazing. Tyler Bate also twerked at one point. I think this match was made even better by having Jim Ross. Oh, yeah. Commentate. Nigel was suddenly a different commentator. He wasn't bad all night, but he was great here. Because it was two announcers that gave a shit and were calling the moves and they were excited. Crowd was behind this match, which I didn't think they would be. I miss crowds like this. It was hot. hot like, I always go back to the one when Goldberg beat Hogan in WCW to show you like what I mean like when the crowds used to care. That was not a fun, that was not a good match. But the way the crowd reacted gets your blood flowing like this is amazing now what I'm watching. When you wouldn't have cared if they sit on their hands like WWE crowds do. And even when they're doing all the, the knuckle grinding and, and the pulling of fingers. I love that little shit. It was great, and the crowd was so into it and just had all this tension. Uh, I wrote down, Pete Dunn is everything I love about William Regal. I love that no matter what they do, they make it look like it hurts. Every, like a pin, they're going to find a way to hurt you. If they're walking by you, they're going to give you a little kick. It's out of their way to always be inflicting pain, and I love that. It makes sense. It's logical. There were some fucking sick moves that happened. There was a release suplex on the apron that was brutal. What about the fucking airplane spin? Then he went at Mach 5. Oh my god, I've never seen anybody do it that fast. I'm amazed at how fast he moved. A little bit he did. Flying around. It's 2017, I'm impressed by an airplane spin. Good job. Is it the mustache? I do like the mustache. Oh, you know what's weird though? When I see the like his logo with the mustache in his name, it makes me think of uh, WCW or WCPWs, the Mustache Mountain. Mm. I don't know why. Every time I see it, that makes me think of that, and it's weird because I don't watch WCPW. Another thing about Tyler Bate that was crazy was that exploder suplex that he did where he just held pete dunn in the air for like five seconds it's the strength of that he does not look like he's anything special not at all at all he's like cesaro mm -hmm. he looks like just a generic dude and then they when they show off their powers holy shit there was a legitimate triangle hold yeah he like actually locked in a real triangle compare that to shinsuke at backlash and that was not no. anywhere near close there's a cool little back and forth where they turned into rock'em sock'em robots i really like that there was the uh, Dunn's finisher counter into a DDT. I thought it was really sick. Oh, the bitter end? Yeah. There's also a... Fuck, not spinal tap. What's the move? What move? It's like spinal tap, but it's not a spinal tap. Oh, I was thinking of the... Spiral movie. tap, I think I is what it's called. Yeah, I was laughing at my note. I put down best WWE match this week. I meant to write this year. I mean, it was the best this week. Yeah, I'll yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It was only the second match I'd watched this week, but uh, it was the best. Dunn wins with the bitter end. Um, absolutely fantastic match. It is the best match of the year in WWE. Highly recommend. Just watch. If you watch anything this year, just watch that match. I haven't watched it. I won't lie, but um, go check out the UK show that's just started. They're not the only two that can put on matches like this. 
this one match, like, I didn't want to check it out, even though I knew it'd be good, because, like, it's too much fucking wrestling. Don't need that much. They've kind of changed my opinion, because I've already cut out Raw and SmackDown. Couldn't tell you last time I watched NXT, honestly, the weekly show. Yeah, I've, I've been real bad about it. It's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's, every, what, every month we're getting six hours, six to eight hours of wrestling. I know it doesn't sound like a lot in a month, but man, we do a lot of fucking recording. We have movies we want to watch on Sunday. Instead, we watch this is very true. fucking Backlash. Yeah. Or when there's a takeover, it's like there went our whole week into recording. Trying to fit in a movie when we, bo- we both work. I don't know if you know, you guys don't fucking pay us. So we both work. It's hard to fucking do. We did get in one this week, so it'll mm-hmm. probably be out before this, but I won't guarantee shit. The third match of the night was Ruby Riot versus Asuka versus Nikki Cross. Now, I do have a differing opinion than I did last night on this match. Do you? Okay. Don't think I really liked it that much. I don't know. I liked Nikki Cross a lot. See, that's the that's the thing that I came to the realization of. This match was not bad. It's just when Asuka was in the ring, I didn't really care. I was just more focused on seeing what Nikki Cross could we do. We knew Asuka was going to win. And we knew Asuka was going to win. It really just took me out of it. It should have just been Nikki Cross versus Ruby Riot for a number one contenders match. Those two carried this. Nikki Cross was amazing. I love her. She needs to go to Dean Ambrose's house, though, and show him how you want to act if you want to be called a lunatic. Every little thing she did was her being crazy. I loved it. It worked. Well, the, the one thing that was really great was the apron spot with Asuka. When I could actually write down, Nikki traps Asuka in apron and beats the fuck out of her. I know they're setting up Asuka for Emmerman, and that's who's going to beat her. Nikki Cross, though, has been the first person that legitimately looks like she can kick the shit out of Asuka. Asuka's selling like death for her. Nikki Cross should be the one taking the belt off Asuka. I like Emmerman. I don't think she's at that level. Well, same thing with Ruby. I don't think that she's at that level. No, she's not at that level. Nikki Cross is at that level. Mm-hmm. Or it would be believable. Especially if it's her using the environment to her advantage. Like she did with she's crazy. and all that. Yeah. She'll do whatever it takes to win. Ambrose, maybe you should fucking watch her match. Unfortunately, there was a very anticlimactic ending that was just kind of putting over Asuka Strong to put over Asuka Strong. Well, if it wasn't for the wherewithal of Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross... Asuka wouldn't have been over strong because she totally mistimed her move. Doing a double kick to both of them at the same time while they were pinning each other. She mistimed it. So Nikki like kicked out while Ruby also realized it and just got up. She just released the pin. Mm -hmm. It looked silly, but they had to do it. Or I'm pretty sure Ruby Riot was going to be your new champ. (laughs) She was like, oh. Which I would have been okay with if they did it this way. If Asuka Mm -hmm. wasn't the one being pinned. Yeah. You can keep Asuka looking strong. But there comes a point when she has rolled over every woman in the division, even Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. You stop making it believable that any of them can beat her. Well, that's why I didn't like the ending of Asuka pinning like both of them at the same time. Do you need to bury say both that, of yeah, them? Yeah. Do you need to say that Asuka is better? We already know she's beaten everybody. But if you look at the match psychology in this, Nikki Cross was better than Asuka. She'd counter. She'd beat the shit out of her. Asuka didn't have an answer for Nikki Cross in this. Mm. And then she just kicks her in the head and wins. I thought it's a really fast-paced, fun match. It was so anticlimactic. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to that when we get to Backlash. There's something far more anticlimactic. But uh, Number four. Nope. Oh, yep, oh, yep. oh, we had a vignette. Oh. For the Velveteen oh, Dream. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. What the fuck kind of name is that Velveteen can't be, Dream? It can't be the real name. That's worse than Emelina. There's no way that that's the real name. They're debuting Wednesday, which means it's already been taped, which means that is the real name 
But is that maybe that's like the you know kind of like artist known as Shinsuke? It's like the Velveteen Dream. Something, it's still something. stupid. Yeah, I, I'm not saying if someone has not. the nickname of Velveteen Dream, it makes me think of Velveteen Rabbit. Like if Dusty Rhodes fucked a stuffed rabbit, it would be the Velveteen Rabbit or the Velveteen Dream. That's what this is, and I don't want that image. Nobody wants that image. I love Dusty Rhodes. God rest his soul. I don't need to picture him fucking no stuffed animal. Fucked up. Unless it's like Teddy Ruxpin. Why would Teddy Ruxpin make it okay? It would talk during. He's somewhat humanoid. Like, I can see if you're, like, a little drunk and you walked in and he's like, hey, my name's Teddy, you want to play? And you're like, ah, <laughs> I don't need to put my dick in that. I'm never taking you to Toys R Us ever again. Teddy Ruxpin hasn't existed for, like, 30 years. It's going to make a comeback. If it does, have, like, I'm a fucking that bear. <laughs> fucking, I don't drink, it's fine. My scenario was a drunken person <laughs> would have sex with Teddy Ruxpin. I don't drink. I'm not going to soberly have sex with an inanimate object. I can see his animate. Yeah, he is animate. Uh, I just have a loophole in my own. <laughs> Shit, would I? Now I don't even know. I might. What if it was one of the Teddy Ruxpins? Have you seen the ones where they sew fake dentures into it? Oh, God, no. Have what? you not seen that? It's frightening. Yeah, and it like talks and it has like a real mouth. So if they released it, what would you put in it? Because you just put the cassette tape in his back. Um, Probably USB. I was going to say, would you have like an SD card in his asshole? Yeah, but you, well, you wouldn't have to put it in. It would already be in there. You could like load it. It no, would be but, like no, it would pair with like Bluetooth. Okay, so it could automatically read the stories. I never had one. Yeah, and then it would I wasn't look a, at your. I wasn't a rich kid. I couldn't afford a Teddy Rex. It would look at your Google search history and like talk to you about your favorite things. Oh God! So it'd be like Kyle, 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 did you hear the story about the two Asian girls that drank poop? And I'll be like, damn it, Teddy. Teddy already watched that. I, I never watched Two Girls One Cup. That's all thing about. Did you really not? No, I had no desire. to. Life changing. I learned more about myself. I read an article about it the other day because it's like the 10 year anniversary or some shit. <laughs> the dude's still making like shit porn. No, I didn't. Cause I was like, I mean, these two girls drink it. Like you describe it to me. I'm like, I can envision what it would be. I don't think it would be like, well, that's what I thought it would be. I didn't see the appeal to watch it. Was it good? I mean, was it worth, should we review it? If we reviewed can anything we bring... like that, it would be meat spin. Do you know why that video sucks? Why? It is the cause for all the stupid fucking react videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's true. That kind of started it. I hate React videos. Unless it's The Rock Reacts. Have you seen him reacting to his own stuff? Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. He recently did one where he was reacting to some of his Saturday Night Live skits. They're really fun, but he's giving insight to his own stuff. That's different. He's not really reacting. Not like trailer reactions. He knows how his first match went, but him talking. Trailer reactions are fucking stupid. I don't give a fuck what some dude in his bedroom thought of, like, The Last Jedi trailer. They just freak out and pretend to cry. They give shit. I saw it. I got eyes. I got a brain. Give no fucks. Do you? You watch them, don't you? What, React videos? No. We should do a React podcast. To where it's just audio and we're like, we're just watching it. It's like, oh. We go, oh God, no. Does that, does she have, oh my God, she does. Oh, is that, oh shit, he's in it. Oh my God, I didn't think he'd be in it. And that's it. So the fourth match was a Tommy versus Rude. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I unfortunately don't have too much to say because it was a super safe match, which... Nigel really wants Tommy to get injured. He says like three times. Wouldn't it be ironic if he got injured again? Do you not know what ironic means? And that's not I. That's hateful. It was a safe match, which you want a safe worker. Put him in with Bobby fucking Root. Yeah. And when he comes in the main roster, if they don't make him like the next Triple H, they're dumb. He's just got that something about it. Like, I love him. Do you think Kevin Dunn listens to us? (laughs) Kevin Dunn. If you're listening to us. We're going to be nice to you. I'm not like King Ross. I'm not going to shit on your teeth. I love you. Kind of. I mean, you have your flaws. But we will get love in. at least. Huh? Platonic. Platonic. Eh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Can we not steal the 
camera angle that TNA used to do for Bobby Roode's entrance, where he would stand on the turnbuckle and the camera would be above him looking down. Because you do that with like a spotlight and glorious going. Fucking beautiful. Make this man like a god. Just do it. I want them to bring out a marble statue of Bobby Roode for his entrance, where it just like rolls behind him. It'd be amazing. I I love Bobby Roode. I always have. Yeah, the match was safe. There was a uh, two times glorious DDT. I thought that was really cool. Yep, he reversed the GTS twice into it. Speaking of GTS, thank you, Chicago crowd, for booing and shutting down the CM Punk chants. I love CM Punk. Super, super crazy. That's like the first time that's ever happened. But you guys need to fucking stop. Especially when you're chanting him at the person who'd invented the fucking move. Punk did not. I love Punk. Uh, Tommy's GTS is a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. I agree. Don't forget that he's fucking Kenta. Yeah. <laughs> he may not be that special here. He is. I still, I feel bad for him. Because when he came over, they made him change his style. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, that didn't work. Hey, uh, Shinsuke, you're fine. Do whatever you want. And he's been able to thrive. Whereas Tommy's really struggled. I, I hate that for him. Because he's so damn good. Nobody will ever get up through with just kicks and knees. As, hey, Dan- as Daniel Bryan yeah. <laughs> is like over as fuck. Where's that weird bearded hippie vegan? I don't know what they were doing to Tommy. I, I still love him, though. I think he's a cool dude. We met him. He's a cool dude. We're BFFs. Mm-hmm. We're BFFs. friends with him. He high-fived you, didn't he? Or shake your hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the only one. He stood there, shook my hand. I told him, hey, Tommy, I love you. He's like, hey. And he's just like, I hate my life. I could be in Japan making a lot of money right now. <laughs> I think it was, I, th- I think he came by and I was like, hey, Tommy. And he was like, hey. And he came over and he shook my hand. And I said, great match tonight. And he said, thank you. I don't even remember who he fought. I don't remember. I'd look on the poster, but it's wrong. Austin uh, Aries wasn't oop, there. I see it. Austin uh, wasn't there. He, oh, that's right. He was against the fucking random dude. I don't remember what his name was. Was it a random dude? Yeah, because remember, Austin Aries wasn't there, so it was a local guy. I, was it a local guy? Yeah. He wasn't local from Indy, but he was like a Chicago. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I just don't remember what his name was. I don't know. But it was awesome seeing him there, because he wasn't back yet when we saw him. So it was like a big fucking deal, but we got mm-hmm. to see Shinsuke Nakamura, Prince Devitt, and Kenta, and Kana. It's fucking insane. Like, <laughs> when you really think about who we saw in a little bitty place with like 400 people in Indianapolis, Indiana, we saw like... All these amazingly big names from Japan. All of Just them. in a little baby room. Blows my fucking mind. Like, to, to still think about it. Mm-hmm. But then I, I looked at the card for, like, NXT Evansville, and I'm like... Not the same. And it sounds horrible, but, like, half their big names weren't there. If they were to come back, I'd be like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Bobby Roode's cool. You know, Aster Black, but, like, a lot of them weren't there. I don't want to see fucking Ono. I don't like Well, him. Bobby Roode was there. Yeah, we saw Bobby yeah. Roode. You're looking at the poster. I know. Don't I act like you know shit. Poster. You see me looking at the poster. Yeah. And the revival. Mm-hmm. We had the revival. They go hard. Think of the tech teams now. Spoiler for the next match. Oh, yeah. Uh, tag um, teams suck. Well, think what's left now. Nothing. Authors of Pain, Heavy Machinery. Mm-hmm. Is TM61 still around? I think so. That's it, right? Um. Well, Sanity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Right. I yeah. forget about that. And Not a lot. Not DIY. That's it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So the tag match. Yeah. Sucked my ass. I absolutely hated this ladder match. Um, so there was a sign at the very beginning that really summed it up for me. And that was somebody had a sign that said, Authors of Poop. Authors. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't really know what this is from. I wrote down a note before this match. Okay. It says, Lincoln came on himself. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I did write it down. Lincoln came on himself. Presumably during a women's match. Haven't ruled out Velveteen Dream. <laughs> I won't lie. I don't know what the hell I was referencing here. I just remember 
at me making a joke and he goes, you're writing that down, aren't you? And I said, of course I'm not. So then I wrote it down. Okay. So I, when we watched this, <laughs> cause we weren't able to watch this live. Like we technically did. There was like a two hour delay. Well, it's, you had to work. Yeah. So, so I got off work and I came over and I spilled something on my pants at work. And so, and I was wearing black jeans. Earlier in the night I said like, are you masturbating over there to Nikki Cross? And he's like, of course not. Yeah. And then like an hour later, you're like, it's on my jeans. It looks like semen. I had this huge just splooge spot, and you would not stop asking me if it was because of Nikki Cross. And here's the thing. I couldn't tell. Maybe I did. <laughs> How do you not know? I don't know, Kyle. I was in the heat of the moment. Why is this? It was the heat Why is this our tonight? You know? What? Something, something, Nikki Cross. So, um, so I will say everyone in the world loved this match. Yeah, we didn't at all. I thought it was boring. Because even though I don't like the Authors of Pain, them and DIY can do a hell of a lot better than this. Well, the fucking baby ladders. Why were the belts so low? We estimated these are only seven foot ladders. Mm -hmm. The belts were low enough, though, that from the second or third rung, the wrestlers could reach the belt. Which is true. They had to, like, bend over and stuff so they couldn't reach them. Well, there was parts with Authors of Pain where they had to, like, fake yell at each other to stall for time. Like, I joked at the beginning... Because, you know, you didn't really have the... Well, I couldn't figure the scope of everything. Because yeah. it's like, well, DIY, why wouldn't one of them, like, like pop-up powerbomb style, try to throw the other one up to the belts? And then they put a ladder under it. I was like, they absolutely could do that. I don't understand why they were so low. It completely took away everything in this match. It took away the cool ladder spots because they'd have to do them from one rung up. It was silly. Yeah, the only really cool ladder spots they were able to do, I say cool, in heavy quotations. Was the, the big one on the outside? Thing. Yeah. And they were able to do that because, again, you can't do that in the ring because you got fucking toddler ladders. Toddler ladders. And the belts are... They had the tall ladder on the outside. The tall ladder on the outside was even with the belt height inside. What is that logic? Raise the fucking belts. Did your guys that made your wooden ladders, because you should really watch your fucking uh, camera angle so we don't see the wood when you break a ladder. God damn it. Did they build them to the wrong specs? You're like, fuck, got to run with it. DIY. Yeah, did they Stonehenge it? And they're like, DIY, all those cool spots you have? They're like, yeah. I'm like, none of them. Can't do shit. But instead, you're going to have to show that you guys are working together really hard and you care. There's a lot of passion. And you're going to push the other one out of the way for a spot. You're going to do all these things and work hard together. So that way it makes total sense when one of you turns heel on the other after the match. I'm all for the heel turn of splitting up DIY so they can feud. It happens. Yeah. Every tag team is going to split up. We know this. But I, it just it felt it was weird. I don't know. I just didn't. I compared it to when the Shield broke up the night after Extreme Rules. I think it was Extreme Rules when they fought Evolution. And Evolution beat the fuck out of them. These guys, they never gave up and they worked together. Like as a team, they clawed and had each other's backs and came behind and won. Instead, Tall was like brothers. And then the next night, Seth Rollins turns on them and joins the people that just kick their asses. Why the fuck did you put yourself through this to help your team win? And maybe after the 20th chair shot that Batista gives you, maybe why don't you go, hey, uh, you know what? I'm just going to turn now. I'm going to join you guys now. I just, I don't get the logic with this. I'm okay with them turning heel. Just this was a shit way to do it. It just didn't make sense. Well, it would have made sense if there was some kind of like tension between them during the match. I think you said of if one of them... Well, there's a spot where Ciampa's about to get hit in the face with the ladder. And Gargano pushes him out of the way. He takes this ladder in the fucking face. He gets, like, decapitated. He's checking. Gargano's checking on him. And he's like, oh, shit. I gotta go up the ladder and stop them. 
maybe have him look up and go like, oh shit, they're getting ladder, but I have to help my friend. And they lose because he refuses the, his friendship is more important. And then Chiampa's like, what the fuck were you doing? Don't worry about me. And he gets pissed because he lost the match for them. That would make sense. He'd be like, okay, I get it. And he's mad that he chose to lose the match by helping his friend instead. Because mm-hmm. then you have one as a big fucking baby face. Super, like, super huge. Of where my friendship is more important than, than, than this match, the, the, than these titles. Yeah. And then you have the super heel of like, fuck you. My titles are more important than you. I want to be a champ. It's a simple role reversal of a spot they w- did. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I expected to happen. I don't get it. Yeah, it didn't make sense because how are you going to have... And well, at the end too, when they're like, you know, hugging and walking up and he- you know helping each other and... Who are you fooling here? Just beat his ass if that's what you want to do. Yeah. But what made it better was seeing everything online about people like super sad. But then they cut to everyone they cut to in the crowd is laughing. Literally everyone in the crowd is laughing. We were laughing because we're like, this is so fucking stupid. Especially when it went on for like fucking eight minutes. Well, and then I wrote down the et to Champe because there was like the Renaissance style, like him <laughs> caressing the beard oh, on his thigh. Just, I'm okay with them turning on each other because I'm sure it's going to be a great fucking feud and they're going to be amazing matches and I'm going to love them. I just wish they would have done it better. Put some effort into it. Yeah. It makes one look stupid. Makes your hair look stupid because he really doesn't have any motivation. They kept mentioning the Rockers. It was like the barbershop window. No, they kept losing. Well, did they mention it? I remember yes. I was mentioning it. They mentioned it as okay. well. Okay. I tuned out at one point. The reason Shawn Michaels got mad is because Marty kept fucking up in matches and costing them. Like he would grab someone up and spin him around. He'd accidentally hit Shawn Michaels in the head. And Shawn Michaels would get pinned. Little things. You lay the seeds. You have DIY lose matches because Gargano's fucking up. He's making mistakes. The thing that's annoying is that people on like Reddit are saying like, well, yeah, they've been laying the seeds and they're showing like fucking Twitter things. It's like, come on. Can we lay seeds in the ring? In the ring. This is storytelling. And that's grasping. That's grasping when you're no, it's, fucking Twitter No, it's things. like people that will defend a movie's plot holes by, well, if you watch the deleted scenes, they answer that. I shouldn't have to fucking watch the deleted scenes on the DVD to figure out something. Because we get that a lot. Or like uh, certain things where there's like things in a comic book that ties into the movie. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have to research that. Yeah. That should add to it. That shouldn't fill in holes for me. And same here. This is fucking soap opera, dude. I don't have to go read, buy a goddamn book to follow soap opera. I don't think. I don't watch it. Maybe do now. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. Because wrestling is just just soap opera. It's a soap opera. That's why I always defend when people are like, you know it's fake. I'm like, no shit. I know it's fake. Fucking Game of Thrones is fake. Yeah, Game of Thrones is fake. <laughs> Walking Dead, fake. Big Bang Theory, fake. News, fake news. So that was uh, Takeover Chicago. I mean, it was good. It just overall, just, it, uh, we have our problems with the main event, but overall, it was a great fucking show. Mm-hmm. The UK title fucking insane. should not have been the second match. It should have at least been second to last. Mm-hmm. And I will always stand by... Tommy and Rude should have been the main event because I think your title should always be the main event. Yeah. Your main title. And Pete Dunne is fucking awesome. Yeah, him and Tyler Bate. I love him so much. I love them. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Did you know, man crush time, do you know that Pete Dunne is a vegan? You have a man crush on him? Of course I have a man crush on him. Okay. You passing up, you done with Veda Scott? Or is that your woman crush? You have two separate ones? She's vegan. Yeah. Veda might listen. She's cool as fuck. Yeah, but she's my woman vegan crush. Which one would kick your ass quicker? Veda, yeah. you kidding me? Because yeah, Pete doesn't have a moment of hesitation when he's going for my balls. Veda would not. I don't think she's going and getting anywhere near your balls. Pete Dunn's one. He's like, I'm gonna kick your ass. Be like, I buy you a beer, and he's like, Ah, you're a cool dude. Veda, you're gonna be like, 
Yeah, can I touch your boobs? She's gonna just snap your. Why neck. would I immediately go for the? I think you know if you know you're not getting, you're just going for the kill. I think it's what you would do. Backlash. Yeah. So another thing that we fucking had to watch was Backlash. I want to talk about this for like literally thirty seconds. Okay. Before we go, on, would would you say that Backlash had bad matches? <sighs> Unfortunately not, because I think it, all the matches were not all of the matches. I think the, the ones that were of them the were, ones that were bad were the best you were gonna get with that match. Well, in full disclosure, there was one match that we only got to watch like two minutes of that was fucking Kevin Owens versus AJ. Because the network sucked. And I'm sure that was probably match of the night. I guarantee sure it, was it was an amazing yeah. fucking match with a shitty ending. Yeah, th- we were able to watch the ending of it. Because the whole match, for some reason, five minutes of it was this still frame of Kevin Owens birthing AJ Styles is very weird. Oh, and no, then, no. That was Shinsuke birthing, birthing Dolph. Oh, that's right. Beginning. It did it two times. Yeah, I don't remember what yeah, the Yeah, but this time was. we had that. Then we had it sped up for like two minutes. Yeah, no, And then we had it so fucking out of sync for most of the match. Yeah. So can't really talk about that match, unfortunately. I am going to assume, though, that that match is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's fucking... Yeah, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles. Um, we'll start with the pre-show, though. I thought it was a decent match. Ty Dellinger versus Aiden English. It was good. I love Aiden's gimmick. I love that he's back to the singing gimmick. He's so fucking good at that gimmick. Mm -hmm. And the dude can sing. Yeah. He's got some pipes. Ty Dellinger, I will stay by anybody that was worried about him being over. He is over as fuck. Yeah, he's great. He got one of the biggest pops of the night. So what did they open the show with? Jesus Christ. I opened... So we knew that it was going to start. Knew the opener was going to happen. I was like, well, I don't really care about entrances. So like, you know, making food, take a break. Because I did not expect for them to fucking start with Nakamura and Ziggler. I also didn't expect for them to book it to where Dolph Ziggler pretty much out-wrestles Shinsuke for most of the match. What kind of sense does that make? Yeah, why was Ziggler carrying the match? You take someone that has headlined quite a few Wrestle Kingdoms. Considered one, probably one of the best wrestlers in the world right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say he is the best. Yeah. No, He's I up mean, there. Yeah. He's going to be up there for a lot of people. Two-time NXT champ. Was he two-time? Uh, Yeah, two-time. Two-time NXT champ. Amazing fucking wrestler. The world over. Can't really handle a mid-card jobber and Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler was losing. He was feuding. I'm pretty sure he lost most of them. With Apollo Crews and Kalisto. Yeah, yeah, he was losing. That was his last big feud, right? Yeah. What yeah, the like, ho- notice, like notable feud. What know? the holy fuck? Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense to have Shinsuke Nakamura be the underdog in a match with Dolph Ziggler. And it's not that like he just had to sell. No, like Dolph is countering his moves. Dolph is outthinking Shinsuke. And it could have easily, if the announcers would have done something, like talk about a fucking match. We had the worst goddamn announced team ever tonight. JBL, Tom Phillips, and Byron Saxton. Ugh. Fuck off with all of you. Yeah. Tom, When Tom Phillips is the best one, I say that, I will compliment JBL in the next match. Because I fucking love him True. Yeah, he was actually really good. It was really funny. <laughs> Why didn't the announcers just say, like, Nakamura came in cocky and underestimated him? Yeah, just Dolph, something. Dolph, just, as yeah. the veteran in the WWE, has studied film. He studied Shinsuke. Shinsuke thought he was just going to come in and roll over him. Announcers can make all of our nitpicks go away. Even if it's bullshit, we don't agree with what they said. At least they did something. Corey Graves, as much as I don't like him, he's good at that shit. Oh, he's really good at that. Yeah, adding kind of story to the match. When he sees somebody fuck up or something you might catch, he'll find some way to cover it and fix it. I wish they would have done that here. It was a good match. Yeah, I'm not saying that the match was bad. It's just it didn't make sense of 
the flow of the match. Nakamura didn't do a lot of offense in it. Like at the end, he had like his comeback and he won. And he had kind of a weak Kinsasha, I think. Well, I he think... didn't want to fucking kill Ziggler. He should have. Because Ziggler, his, if you tap Ziggler's forehead with like half a pound of pressure, it's just going to burst open. I just want to see where It's Shane... like every time a beer is open, Ric Flair blades. It's yeah. the same thing. With I want to Ziggler. see where Shane's gate goes from here. Who does he feud with? Corbin would be awesome. I'd like to see, well, you know, I'd like to see him and Sammy at it again. Yeah, I don't know why it wasn't Sammy again, honestly. Because it already has been. They're going to save that because that match was a lot of people's match of the year that year. They're going to save it. AJ and Shinsuke, don't expect it anytime soon, I don't think. No. That's going to be a WrestleMania WrestleMania thing. At the earliest, maybe SummerSlam. They know that's Absolute earliest SummerSlam. One of them needs the title. There's no way that's not your main event. (laughs) No, there's no way. If you're smart, I don't care if it is Brock and whoever. You put Shinsuke and fucking AJ Styles on last. I don't care if all they're doing is playing cards. You put those two fucking on last. You know, they'll tear the house down if you let them. So the second match was Brizongo versus the Usos. Now, previously... It's such a throwback comedy gimmick yeah. match, and I loved it. Prior to this match, there was a little... Uh, the Fashion Files? The Fashion Files, which is fucking Fashionable amazing. intent. And it kind of uh, set up of why... Tyler Breeze was dressed as a janitor. And it set up why Southpaw Regional Wrestling was so good. These guys would not be here and be allowed the creative freedom that I feel they have right now. They weren't so goddamn funny. Fucking Tyler Breeze suddenly, he's a quick change artist now. I didn't even know. (laughs) He comes out as a janitor with a mop. Which we weren't sure if it was Tyler Breeze. No, we knew it was. I knew it was, but I was hoping that you were right. Well, we're hopeful that they would win. Well, that too. Spoiler, they don't. They should have. The crowd did not approve the Usos winning. Yeah. Because they're the fucking Usos. Uh, now, he was in the janitor outfit, like mopping in the ring and mopping on the outside of the ring. And then he uh, mops in the face of the Usos. And then he gets like super kicked. Yeah. And one of the Usos goes for his splash. Tyler Priest slowly rolls to the other corner. So then, whichever one it was, Jimmy or Jay runs to the other corner and he rolls back. They did this like four times. <laughs> I say this is funny now. If this is like every Brizongo match from now on, I'm I'm gonna get sick of it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like New Day where every match. But then all of a sudden he rolls out and he climbs back up and he's fucking he's dressed like a grandma. But where JBL was great, he's like, "There's a goddamn he's, there's a grandma on the apron now. What security needs to get her out of here? It's become a mixed tag. <laughs> it's a mixed cat tag. Who which USO should be in there? This isn't right. They didn't prepare for this." And then when he gets out of the grandma costume, he's like, oh, man, Tyler Breeze finally was able to make it. We got Breeze here finally. This is great. JBL straight faced as he could be sold every character. This is like the only time I've ever liked JBL. (laughs) They were smart in making this a comedy match because if it wasn't, I don't think a lot of people would care, especially if you're having the Usos win. As much as I love this match, I would have preferred if Breezango wrestled. Tyler Breeze doesn't do a lot of wrestling in this match. Tyler Breeze didn't, but Fandango did, and I thought the wrestling was very good. He is good. It was very good. As much as I love the comedy gimmick, yeah, I wish it was more of an actual wrestling match because what all the you know all that he was doing was really great. By the way, what happened to American Alpha? Fuck, I don't know. They pissed somebody off backstage. It's the only thing I can think of at this point. They're easily the best tag team on SmackDown. Like something backstage or something something has to have happened or maybe there's a plan for them maybe they're waiting for shelton benjamin i don't know be cool if angle was over there and perform team angle mm-hmm. again it could have been yeah i mean it could be shelton benjamin we'll I, see i don't know i don't know they're far better than they have been allowed there is to be. a reason why they're why they're not 
there is a hard reason, but it has not been figured out yet. It could easily be that they just don't think they're over. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, only thing Usos did correct in this was save fucking like five kids from getting punted in the they face. They should let those kids get punted, dude. <laughs> Teach That's Marley. a risk you take when you sit in the front row. You're going to get kicked in the head by Tyler Breeze. Sorry. <laughs> Sucks for you, kid. You know who should have been kicked in the head? We forgot to fucking talk about him in TakeOver. Cat guy's a piece of shit douchebag now all of a sudden. Well, okay. He wasn't as bad tonight. He was a TakeOver. What's with your fucking... Yeah. So... Cat guy shows up, rolls on up in his fucking Peter Steele cosplay. It's wearing sunglasses in the arena. His hair was bad. What? Ugh, he was just grimy looking. Just no reaction. Like, what? I feel are bad you? for comparing him to Peter Steele. Like, what are you right now? We liked him. He you. had like rose tinted glasses. His hair was pulled back. He, he wearing... stood out enough that Everett noticed him. It was weird. We've never pointed out. Yeah, Cat Everett didn't know about Cat guy. And he was like, what's up with that guy with the fucking sunglasses Yeah, did you see that on? douche with the glasses? Or yeah, fucking cat guy. Yeah, what the fuck was that? What's going on, dude? We like you, cat guy. Don't go down this road. Yeah. Don't go down this don't. road. Don't. Just stop. Look at Brock Lesnar guy and look at yourself and don't understand be that guy. you don't want to be him. Don't be that guy. He was okay tonight. He had his Tyler Breeze shirt on. He had a Ziggler sign. So he, was, he hated everything. I don't takeover. know. Maybe Takeover. Maybe something Maybe he just doesn't like any of the people. And he feels like obligated that he has maybe, to go. Maybe he just loves Ono and Black and they weren't there. Yeah. Maybe he's pissed off. Fucking leave. Go back to the hotel room. He was okay tonight. He was better. He didn't stand out. He was actually making us mad at TakeOver. Do you not like anyone? There's These three women are killing themselves out there. Who was it he gave like the Muppet frown thumbs down to? Um, He gave the Muppet frown to... Was it Bobby Roode? No. He didn't really do anything during them. He like he was clapping for a Tommy, but... Who, he gave somebody. It wasn't in the Was main, it Nikki Cross? It might have been Nikki Cross. Because I think it was Nikki Cross that he gave a, a very Or no, it was Asuka when she won, oh, right? That's right, yeah. It was Asuka like, who was very fu- upset with that. Well, a double thumbs down is not really upset. For Cat Guy, that's very upset. Do you think at any point at a wrestling event you would do the thumbs down? I think so. I think I would too. I think so because like when I go to a like a big pay-per-view like if i go to like when i go to wrestlemania so you've never been to a big pay-per-view i haven't been to it yeah and like i think i will go to a wrestlemania at some point in my life when i go to wrestlemania i want to just believe all kayfabe and i want to be a kid so i i want to boo at the heels i want well, a I thumbs you, down no you'll boo who you want to boo i think you will because i remember telling you that that happens when we went to the nxt live Mentioning it again. Oh, and, and you're like, basically. no, I'm not going to be that guy. And I'm like, wait till you get there. And like, then I, I was that When guy. you get in that environment and the feel and suddenly you're throwing up two sweets and cheering and throwing arms around and it's fun. Mm-hmm. You just get into it. That is what happened. Yeah. So the next match anyway. Was yeah, Zayn really versus good. Corbin. Uh, it was really good. Sammy won with Luba. Uh, it was a great Sammy match. actually won a match. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> I love him, but I was like, there's no way he's winning this match. I even was like, he's going to set up the Luba kick. And Baron Corbin's going to reverse in the end of days and beat him. Now you had a Luva kick and pinned him. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would not expect anything crazy with Zayn for the next like month and a half because it's going to be Ramadan and normally I think they pull him from TV. Yeah, I don't think he'll be around. Yeah. Because I, I, th- think, I think during Ramadan they put him during a house show because they don't want to fucking, you know, pass out during shows and stuff. So we'll see. Uh, it was a really good match though. We've really come around on Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. I've always liked Sami Zayn. I do think as far as like the underdog gimmick... I think it needs to go. Well, I think he's the one that pulls it off the most. Bailey yeah, can't pull it off. Anybody. She was the champ. I don't know. I just don't really like the underdog thing. I don't either, but I think he is the closest one to like that Daniel Bryan style where people get behind him. He's going against Braun Strowman and we all want him to succeed and want him to win. Yeah. 
Whereas you get smaller guys, otherwise we just go, oh, he's going to win. Or Braun's going to win. And we just don't pay attention. But with Sammy, it's like, are they going to do it? Are they going to let him win? And we get behind it. So I think that's why it works with him. I want to see him do good things. I want to see him hold a title this year. Not the main title, but the U.S. strap on it. Mm -hmm. I think Sammy deserves a title and a good title run. And I think he'd be great for it. So Kyle, I just want to let you know, I have one single note for the next three matches. I have nothing to talk about with these matches. Next match isn't bad. All I have written down is LOL. It's Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina versus Becky, Naomi, and Charlotte. Surprisingly, for a women's tag match, it went on for quite a while. Carmella's still getting silence. Fucking crazy. It was a fine match. Becky had some cool hair. She looked like Storm. I love, awesome. my, I love my Becky Lynch. I always have. I always will. Charlotte didn't turn heel. Surprised me. I figured mm-hmm. she would flip-flop. Nope. She's she's cool. The problem here is you put, to me, the most talented of your women on one team and the least talented on the other. Not to say they're like... Well... In comparison. I don't know. Natalia's probably that's, that's better the pro- than Naomi. Yeah, that's the problem with Natalia. Yeah, I would say Natalia... Natalia's better than your champion, as far as ability, I think. The welcoming committee. Stupid fucking name, by the way. Why is Tamina on the welcoming committee? I know a bitch about it all the time. Know. Why is Becky and Naomi not on the welcoming committee? Why is this even a match? What did they call? What did they say Naomi called their team? The The Royal Glow Fire or something? Are we going to do Team PCB? (laughs) Fuck. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, Paige, Charlotte, and Becky. Yeah. What's funny, it was was Team PCB versus Team Bad, which was Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha. You have just swapped out a couple people here, dude. Speaking of PCB... Uh, the welcoming committee wins, by the way. Becky tapped out yeah. to the... I was going to say the walls. She tapped out to the sharpshooter. So, Becky loses again. Good job. Um, even though Paige is never going to come back. Never. If Paige did come back... I won't say never. I'd, I I really would love to see her sort shit out in she's, the future and come back. But she's too busy waiting tables at Alberto... That's why I said El I'd Patron. love to see her sort shit out. She is, <laughs> she is talented. And she still has you know, a lot of career in front of her if she wants it. She's literally waiting tables in a Mexican restaurant right now. Now. This is a real thing. Well, you know, maybe one day something's going to click, though. I just, I hate to see talent wasted because yeah. of Alberto Del Rio. But which brand do you think she'd go to? SmackDown. SmackDown? I was thinking Raw. There's too many women on Raw. Way oh, too many. Yeah, true. The thing with Paige that would hurt her is like Nikki Bella and Natalia and Tamina. The style has just surpassed them. Mm-hmm. But Paige is so young. I mean, she has so much room. Even if not in WWE. Even TNA or something. You know, I hate to see her just quit. Because I do think it's something she does love. I just hate to see people quit. Or just throw it away. Yeah. You know, especially when we see NXT and I used to watch Tough Enough and stuff. See people that like put everything they have into doing this and somebody that gets it just shits it away. If they don't like it, that's fine. If she goes, I just don't like wrestling. Like Eva Marie. I hate to see her go because I think she's a great character. But they're not handling her right. It's not for her. Some people get it or have it. And I don't know that she necessarily does. But I think they were working a gimmick around her. And then she's stepping away. Yep. I'm curious to see if Total Divas takes a hit with her leaving that too, though. We will see. There are a lot of people that watch Total Divas that have never watched a wrestling match in their life. Mm-hmm. They're watching it for the drama. And she is the character that is the audience equivalent. The one you relate to. The one that doesn't know and doesn't, you know, doesn't have all the lingo. And is just the everyday person trying to fit in. What if they replace her with Noelle Foley? That's a worry mm-hmm. I have, by the I way. I see it happening. I don't know. We still love Eva. Natalie. I guess we have to just call her Natalie yep, now. It's Natalie. weird. Well, it's weird. I'm just calling her Eva. Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so KO versus AJ. I don't have anything to say because then... I'm sure it was great. Way. The only thing I have to say is it was a pretty good length match. It was KO working over the knee, which he had injured before. 
But it ended with AJ getting his foot tangled in cables and getting counted out. Fucking stupid. You don't end a pay-per-view match with a fucking count out. I hate bullshit finishes. There are still people out there that paid it $60 to watch this. Not every place can get the network. Those kids that almost got punted in the front row. Their parents spent good fucking money for them to see AJ Styles fight. I don't care if he eats a pin in the middle of the ring. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if he gets hit with a chair 20 times and then pinned. You end it with a pin or a submission. You don't end with a count out. It's dumb. Hey, so number six was Luke Harper versus Eric Rowan. Um, Didn't watch this match, went outside and took a break. Luke Harper won though. Okay. I like what they're doing with Eric Rowan. We'll see what happens. Just a little personality they're giving it to him, but I, I, I like it. Here's my 10-second rundown of the mat- last match of Jinder versus Orton. Oh, There's, God, why? There was a three-minute headlock. I timed it. Orton is so right, and indie wrestling is so fucking worse than this and so boring. Um, Jinder wins. Randy didn't write that. <sighs> this fucking sucks. I hate everything. You do know Randy did not write that. Write what? The thing about the indie wrestling. No, I'm referring to his Twitter. I know, but that was referring to something else that oh, you didn't write. I was just referring to this one. Yeah, this, it's two people that are the same. Jinder Mahal is your fucking champ. Who wants that? He's just Indian Randy Orton. Nothing changed here, people. I don't know that you under, if you understand that. Well, it's stupid because so many people are like legitimately behind Jinder. And it doesn't make sense because how can you be behind him but then shit on Roman Reigns? Yeah, before the brain split, he knocked out. He concussed his opponent that just came back from six months of injury. And jobbed out in two minutes to him. And he comes here and he becomes number one contender and your champ. That's my problem with it. And I could be wrong. But, you know, it's like I was around during the great Khali's days. And another thing I don't like is I feel like he got this push in this title for the wrong reason. I feel like he got it so they can do better in a market. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't work for the fucking company. Thank God. I don't know. I just don't care. He is just like Randy Orton. I give no fucks about Jinder Mahal. I give no fucks about the Singh brothers, except for when Randy almost decapitated one and had that look of like, oh, God, that's a pretty cool spot. Yeah, that was fucking backlash. Fucking sucked. I hated it. I don't think it sucked. I wouldn't say it sucked. No, I don't think it sucked either. I just, I don't know. I think if it wasn't the night after TakeOver, we might have a different opinion on these matches. Because some of them were really fucking good. But you always remember, much like TakeOver, you always remember what you left with. And I left watching Jinder Mahal's shitty fucking finisher. The worst. What's it called? Is it called? I don't think it has a name. The Maharaja Slam. It needs to be called like something Mahal. I think it's called a Cobra Clutch Slam. It's just like the general name. Biggie, because I know you listen to you and Kevin Dunn. You like to hang out and you listen with Veda Scott. You know, you no longer have the worst finisher to me. Jinder Mahal, shit finisher. I think something that you could make a play on like Taj Mahal. And I've got nothing. Raj Mahal. The Raj Mahal. Raj Bahal. Raj Bahal. Raj Mahala. Raj Mahalan. What? Raj? How are we stuck on Raj now? Taj Dylan Mulrooney. Payback. Yeah, so um, I was super like a- sick during Payback, so we're going to go through this real fast. Uh, I really just want to talk about one match. Well, let me talk. Okay. Let me say my piece. I wonder on a if people know things. what match I want to talk about. So, uh, the first match, Y2K, Y2J versus K- KO. I thought it was a very good match. It was what the Mania match, I think, should have been. There was something that I didn't like, which was Booker downplaying an important thing with Kevin Owens's tire and stuff about how he's like America number one. Because I think that that's kind of a cool old school 
like Bret Hart when he was like America number one against Canada because he was talking about Canada all the time. Bret Hart was never that way. Or not Bret Hart. Who am I thinking of then? Not Bret Hart. It wasn't somebody. Okay. Um, but I liked how that because his America number one gimmick is now partially because of the belt and also partially because of like fuck you. Because he's Canadian. Exactly. It's funny. Yeah. And I think he was just downplaying it. I don't know. It's much better than their Mania match. Yeah. Um, Austin Aries versus Neville was really I it was fantastic. cool. There was this guy that was dressed exactly like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force in the audience, and I could not get over it. It was fucking I amazing. don't know if you got my reference, by the way, but Renee Young, this whole show, was reminded me she was dressed like Dan- Dangerous Danny Davis. Was she? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I loved it. I also really liked, there was this chemistry, or not chemistry, but like... I wrote down good chemistry for Neville and Austin Aries. Yeah, there was good chemistry, but with Neville, there was this storytelling of where like... At first, he was kind of downplaying Austin Aries, but then he realized that he had to take it seriously. And it showed of like, oh, I got to actually like. Well, I got himself shit. DQ'd. Yeah. I thought there that was, was really smart. DQ finish. I had mixed feelings I, on the I finish. just got done saying I hate bullshit finishes. That made sense in the Ex- storytelling. That's the thing. Yeah, I said I had mixed feelings because it's the only DQ of the night that I, I would be okay with. That's what I wrote down because it made sense. It made sense. It's not hard to tell a fucking story. Just tell me a story. Uh, the number three is Hardy's versus Sheamus and Cesaro. I wrote down, I think Jeff legit just lost a tooth. He did. He did, in fact. Lose. Sheamus did kick his fucking tooth out. I was very impressed with Matt. He was actually wrestling very well. He's not terrible. It's just, you know, it was he's, seeing him in TNA with fucking all this shitty The people. thing with Matt is he's not a bad, terrible wrestler at all. He just doesn't stand out on his own. He's like Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins is a good wrestler. He's never going to stand out. He's bland. Seamus and Cesaro, they split up afterwards? No, they're heels. That's right. Heel turn. Heel turn. Took me a minute. Yeah, heel turn, Matt and Jeff busting bloody, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, I thought it was good. I put heel turn. I was just making sure. Yeah, they they heel turn. They did not. Bailey versus Bliss was number four. Crowd was super hot. Sunset flip powerbomb was really sick. I mean, it was Bailey's hometown. Bailey gave herself a concussion. Bliss won. It was an okay match. Uh, The thing I like is it felt like they were actually both fighting for something. Yeah. Like they were given the belt meaning. I am sick of the fucking Bailey loses by hitting her head on the goddamn ring post, though. Yeah. Or hitting her head on the turnbuckle. It's like the fourth fucking time since she's been on Raw. Stop it. But amazing kudos to Alexa Bliss to be the first person to win, to hold both belts. I think that's a huge rub for her, and she deserves it, in my opinion. Next match, not going to talk about. Saving that till the end. Okay. Next match with balls. Well, it's technically not the next match. You, you yes, know it I mean. is. The first um, half of it is. Well, first half of it. Yeah, Seth versus Joe was really bad, and I, I hate that it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was slow. I liked Seth's ring gear because it looked like he had RoboCop legs. Because the thing with Seth is they're still working safe. So it was methodical working on the knee. I want more from him and Joe. I'm hoping at Extreme Rules we get that. I don't think it was terrible. What I just hated sick of about him it. Smojo fight. Yeah, I was so happy that Joe and Seth were finally fighting. The, the thing that I didn't like about it was a couple of things. One, I just don't think the match was that strong, my opinion. I think Seth still wasn't 100%. Yeah. And I hated how 80% of the commentary was just completely focused on the bad knee shit. Well, the entire match was focused on the bad knee. I know, and I hate it. I think it needs to be done. Well, I, think I, th- I, think it's, I think he is at a roadblock with his fucking character because he's stuck at Seth has bad knee. I think because he still has a bad knee. I don't think it's a character well, Fucking trait. take him out and fucking... Yeah, I, I really don't he feel... He needs to be a... taken out because it's fucking burying him right now. I hate it. Yeah, I don't think I it's a character trait. I think he still well, honestly Well, he needs to take some time off. 
I'm over watching a match with Seth because it's going to be, oh, he has a bad knee. They're going to go for his bad knee. Or they That's should the do like match. what they're doing in Extreme Rules and he's in a multi-man match. Put him in a match where he doesn't have to do all the work. Because that's my fear for the next pay-per-view is that all it's going to be is everybody f- fucking kicking his knee. I don't think everybody will kick his knee. But he yeah. only had a couple spots and he'll roll out. I want to see him and Balor face off if the announcers do a good job of like, this is the man that injured you. Mm-hmm. He's he's weak. I'd love to see like Balor just fucking attack his knee. Would you be okay with that? Balor. I would be okay if it's Balor. Balor because just Because it would make sense. Yeah. Deep shit. Will of we work. ever get Balor Club, by the way? I think so. Do you think it'll be soon? Mm. I do. Yeah. I don't think Balor's getting the belt anytime soon. Not this year. Yeah. I think he'll be fighting for it. I think he might actually win and go against Brock. You know what would be great? That's be... the debut of Balor Club? Yeah, and they beat the fuck out of Brock. Yeah. We'll see. Last match was Big Dog versus fucking Braun Strowman. I hate to say it. I thought this was a really fucking good match. It really surprised me. It was really good. <laughs> My first note before you even started was just can't wait for Big Dog to go over. He got his ass fucking handed to him. I hated, though, how they had to, commentary had to make Roman strong by them saying, well, Roman wasn't 100% tonight, and, you know, he wasn't really feeling too good, and his tummy hurt, and that's, that's why Braun... That's the only thing that's put him over, because the reason he was hurt was because of Braun Strowman beating his ass the week before. Well, it was just the, I guess it was the way that they said it, just, I didn't like I it. I know they were trying, but if you really think about it, like, no, this is all because of Braun. Bro crushed him with the fucking there's a lot of, steps. There's a lot of blood during this paper. I mean, it's all blood yeah. capsule, but um, I thought it was a good match. You put Strowman over fucking strong. Mm-hmm. We used to hate him. I'm really loving him. He has that attitude era feel. I'm not loving him, but I, I'm liking him finally. He's very old school to me. And now he's out because he just had elbow surgery. So, damn it. Okay, I, so. I hate that for him. Here we go. This is what you want to talk about, Kyle. Fucking house of goddamn <laughs> horrors. <laughs> I could Did not believe. Did any of you fuckers think this would be good? Okay, here's the thing. Okay, Kyle, you Kyle, thought it would. You thought it'd be li- good. Just listen to me. Just listen to me. Okay, I fucking love the House of Horrors match. You're a fucking idiot. And let me tell you why. It was so fucking insane. It wasn't. That I kind of loved it. What was insane about it? Insane that they even did it. No, it's not. Insane it was that insane that this passed everything they- of where they taped it, and they were like, "Yeah, that's gonna be okay to you know film." You know, just put it up. There was nothing horrifying in that house. That is why. That is what was insane about it. Is that that passed all? That's this is like they when we watched it off that it was live, <laughs> and the first shot was it's dark deep. outside, and the crowd in the arena because we went and watched. You can see it on YouTube. The crowd reactions. Mm. It was broad daylight in San Jose when this was happening. Yeah, it's just a house, and they just fought, and he dumped a refrigerator on him, and then they just drove back in a limo, and then Orton's there, and then it became a match in the ring i think where they really fucked this up was at the very during the pre-show when renee young is playing like house of horrors will start in a house but it will end in the ring you should have left that part out that they will be back because at that point everything that happens in the house doesn't fucking matter Mm -hmm. or you could have had like randy's trapped under the fridge he doesn't make it back to the fucking arena dude's trapped under a fucking fridge it was dumb the house was dumb When they got back into the ring, it was just headlocks. Well, that su- that sucked. That yeah, I I don't think that that was good at all. And like, well, especially the ending of it. Even fucking worse. Yeah, it was probably by having the fucking Singh brothers and gender attack. Yeah, I don't know why Ray Wyatt have... won, but it well, it fucking made him look weak as fuck. It was fucking. Stupid. It made all of them look weak as fuck in this. Add a member to the Wyatt family. Have them fucking there. Have people in sheet masks. Have cultist family members mm-hmm. on the property. Don't just have nice furniture with sheets on them. 
I just want to be transparent. You dirtied up a fridge. I don't think the Hall of Hor- House of Horrors was actually good. No, it wasn't. It was just so fucking batshit insane that this got passed. It's the same it, thing as the fucking King Arthur movie we just watched. No, not at all. It's the same thing. How can you sit there and watch it and be okay to put it in theaters? And see, why I don't think it's insane that this was passed is this was they don't give a fuck. They didn't even try. They put some like Blair Witch fucking dolls in one room and they hung doll heads from the ceiling. And they put a red light in one. They didn't try. There was no effort here. A limo pulls up to this house. Does that mean to like Bray Wyatt like gave Orton the address? I was scared. How did, how did Orton get back? Because oh, yeah, Wyatt took his limo. Did Orton have to call an Uber after this house of horrors? Put horrors in the house. Well, yeah, this goes into a, the one thing that I was sad about was that somebody did not verify if the house was not hot. Like, yeah, Dungeons and Doom, is, you need to go over the top with this shit. And you didn't. Why couldn't you have had other people there? Nope, there's a tractor outside. There is a positive, though, Kyle. It's They there's, will never fight pot. again because they're on different shows. <laughs> oh, that. My positive that I have is that at least they're taking storytelling risks. This was There was no risk here. I think this is a risk. How is it a risk? Because it either was going to go over very well and people want more of it in the future, or it's going to bomb. Unfortunately, like it pretty much did bomb. And don't try to do kind of like pre-take segments and over-the-top stuff. They did nothing as a risk in the house, though. They did nothing to where it wouldn't buy. I'm talking about from like a production company level. It was lazy. This is the company. risk. This is the company that used to have people break into people's houses and pull guns on them. They had. Yeah, but you haven't had that. You haven't had that stuff happen at all in the in recent. It's the same people though that would took those risks back then. This is lazy. This is not risk taking. They didn't care. They knew. People have shit on Orton and Wyatt forever. The risk would have been is if you didn't explain the match and go crazy with it. Like I think of a backyard, the backlot brawl with Roddy Piper and Goldust. It ended in the ring. Nobody knew that. They cut in OJ footage. They oh, had Pi- right, they yeah. had Piper get hit by a car and he was clinging on the hood forever. Just over the top. There was nothing in this. Have somebody break a lamp over somebody's head. Nope. You just tipped it refrigerator on him as he both sat in the kitchen under the microwave like panting for a while oh that went on for way too long you know especially when you have a cult leader do some fucked up shit with other people in this house well i did like that this kind of like more so turned wyatt into like a crazy serial killer now but it didn't kind of did no he needed the sing brothers and well that sucked but you know it turned him into this thing but once he got in the ring it's like oh yeah you suck Randy dominated him once he got in the ring. RKO, he was about to beat him when he got attacked. Why gender attacked him, I don't know. But it wasn't for the title. I wish they would have taken a risk with this. And it was just lazy. They just had a house. They didn't even need to pre-tape it. But they did. Because there was a match in between these two segments that once they got back. You literally could have had him fight in a house and then fucking drive to the arena. Do it during the day. Like, that's there was no effort here. We live way far away from San Jose. We saw it new. It is still daylight there. I knew this was ridiculous on the East Coast. If I knew it, someone in the fucking production company could have done it. They could have looked at the fucking moon phases and the history of the sunsets back from the 90s and they could have figured this shit out. Should have fucking called me. I'm just saying it was lazy. Got all that information bookmarked. Everything about the House of Horrors was lazy. And I never want to see those two fight again. Can't wait for the next one. House of Horrors 2. Nah. Who would be in it? Bray Wyatt and Kalisto. I don't think Kalisto's on Raw, is he? And he turns into yeah, a he squirrel. Is. It'd be Bray Wyatt and like Apollo Cruz, maybe. 
No, in our luck, it'll be like the fucking revival and Finn Balor versus them. Like, oh, like, oh no. What are you going to do if they end up teaming up the Demon King with Bray Wyatt? What if they feud and Bray Wyatt can control the demon? Well, unfortunately, remember, this is stuff that I talked about like a year ago. I can see that storyline of where that that would work. It won't work. The thing is, is that if you keep making Bray Wyatt a joke, it's not going to work. It's not going to work anyway because he would just lose. Yeah. Bray Wyatt has always been a joke. I love him. I think he's a great character. He owns it. He is that character. Mm -hmm. He's a good wrestler. Well, and I still think that the best storyline of the year, in my opinion, was Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Until they fought. Until they fought. And which, fucking which I kept saying, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. Yeah, it went like almost a year. I think it started at Backlash last year. Mm-hmm. So it went damn near a year. And then fucking they got ruined because... ruined their chance. Ray Wyatt's a joke and fucking They whatever. ruined their chance with Wyatt and Taker. So that's the thing. Like, they could do Wyatt and Balor for like a full year, and then it's going to end up in just a fucking shit match where Wyatt gets hit in the head with a frying pan and shits his pants yep. and gets counted out, and then it's over. And then bye. That's it. Wipe my hands. Going for the title now. Yeah, that's, that's what's going to happen. I that's love Bray, sense. but either change his gimmick or make him a threat. That's it. We just talked about a lot of wrestling. I hate wrestling. You love it. Yeah, actually, I was probably going to go home and watch New Japan. If all the wrestling we just talked about, there's literally like three bad matches. Like really bad and all the ones we just talked about. Can't say we hate wrestling. Most of these three pay-per-views were good. It's right. just sometimes well, the bad is like your world title. Mm-hmm. Big things. Big things. Or they just they stand out even more when they're surrounded by good matches. I'm going to be real with you, Internet. I'm going to be real. You that I'm talking to right now. That I'm in your head. They stopped listening like 20 minutes ago. Well, more than likely. I'm just super burnt out of WWE right now. Like storylines, I just don't care. And it's hard. It's he, hard, Kyle. He says that, but you know what we would still do in two weeks? Well, if, I guess. Of course. I think it is helping me a lot that I'm not watching any of the weekly shows. See, I've I just recently stopped, and I think it's just helping. stop. I will go to Reddit and I'll read the match results and everything. And don't I'll, I I'll don't do. even do that. I didn't even know Takeover was happening until Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything leading up. I'm looking at the cards to see what it will be. So going in, like I don't really know. Maybe they have booked someone strong the past month, and it's fresh because like I haven't seen Sami Zayn in since the last pay per view. So it's given me like a new lease on, and I'm, you might've noticed I'm looking, I'm like, well, like Jinder and Randy, it was shit and I hated it. It was the best you were going to get. Like I'm finding positives at it at least. Like what's wrong with you? Cause that match could have been a lot worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree. It could have been a lot worse. So yeah, I'm telling you, cut yourself off from everything but the pay-per-views. You will appreciate it. Every other week I'm only watching three hours of wrestling now. That's it. It's beautiful. Unlike Swamp Thing issue number three, which sucked my ass. What the fuck? What? 